1: low down and filthy but the discipline is on point school myself made my own dojo a cold flow with the whole dose of soul maintain composure even in fury, an anomaly properties undiscernible to mere peasants use weapons that level entire area
0: scarier than anything. all right on this uh week's million dollar plan oh hi i'm pete the planner this week's a million dollar plan we're talking to uh a co-owner of a family business husband wife team uh, in a different part of the country in which I live, let's see if we can detect who she is by her accent. Her name's Rhonda, and she joins us on the program now. Hi, Rhonda.
2: Hi, Pete. No, so I'm excited to be on your
0: podcast. Thank you. I'm t- d- now you gotta like have a <laughs> fake accent now. Like you could act uh, uh, you could act for, like you're from anywhere and we'll just try to figure yeah. out who you are. Uh, Probably. <laughs> so, so tell us about your situation. You own a business with your husband, you're 41. Give us the the, the dirty details.
2: Okay. So, my husband and I have owned this business for around eight years, um, and it's a franchised business. Okay. So, um, we bought it from someone, and we had an agreement to pay them back over a certain amount of time, and we recently did that. Oh, my. That feels um, good. Which was amazing. Yeah. Although, it was very I don't know. It was kind of like I thought it would feel more epic than it did, but it didn't. So, I I don't know why, but it should have. But, but anyway, so we paid that off, and during that time, we really did not invest a lot of money, because we were investing a lot of money into paying our business off and becoming debt-free.
0: Oh, I understand.
2: So now, we're just wanting to do the right thing with sure. the money. We we, can, we we want to continue to treat it as money we never had, Yep. Um, because we feel like that's best case scenario for us, because huh. we've not had it in eight years, so, you know... Why continue to act like we have it?
0: <laughs> so, how much a month are we talking that you'll that is freeing up?
2: Um, around forty-seven hundred dollars.
0: Forty-seven hundred a month. Yes. All right. So <laughs> let's. Uh, no, i I love when I hear about like uh, franchises. I, I. I'm fascinated by that. Like I would love to know yeah. more. But let's not dig into that because the last thing we want to do on this show. We'll give you away, so, yeah. but uh, <laughs> maybe another time we'll talk about that, so yeah, definitely. Uh, you have no retirement plan though through your company, which is pretty common in a situation like yours. Tell us a little bit about that
2: okay, well, because we're self employed you know we've um I've really just recently become just fascinated with financial independence, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest, within yeah. the past six to seven months. So I think my husband thinks I've lost my mind, but <laughs> um, it's just really important to me for some reason here lately. Okay. Um, I discovered your um, podcast, and, of course, I discovered Mr. Money Mustache, which, you know, sure. everyone kind of knows who he is, and I've just become fascinated with that, and um We've never set up a retirement plan through our work. We have some money from previous employers in a 401K, but we're just trying to navigate that water as well because our accountant spoke with us about, you know, possibly setting up a simple IRA, but because we have quite a few employees, you know, we also have to offer that to them as well. We can't just set up a solo 401K because uh, we're an S corporation, and so we actually have to offer, you know, what we do for ourselves, we would actually have to offer to our employees and do a company match. And um, I, I'm not trying to be cheap. It's just, it just seems overwhelming to me. And I don't fully understand that. And I don't know if it's beneficial to us okay. to, to do that route.
0: Sure. So let's explore that and so many other things. Let's look at some of the more the details of your life. You're 41 uh, years old. You make $151,000, what you consider to be your gross annual income. Is that right? And just under ten thousand dollars a month. Long-term savings is seventy-five grand. You're not currently putting anything towards the long term, but that's what we're talking about today. Right. Uh, savings account seems solid at seventeen thousand. You got fifty-five in the business savings account, which uh, Rhonda, if you're like me, sometimes it seems like a lot, and sometimes it seems like you're going out of business tomorrow, right?
2: Yes, it does. <laughs> Depending on what I need to buy. <laughs> it's funny how that
0: works. Um, yes,
2: it
0: is. So, how many employees do you have? Around thirty-four. And how many of those would be considered full-time eligible for a retirement plan if you were to do one?
2: Um, maybe half.
0: Okay. And then do you know what their average wage is?
2: Um, you know, it's probably between... Um, not uh, for the people that would be qualified. Sure. I would say between nine and eleven an hour. Okay. So, um, so I won't say that all of those people are working forty hours, but looking at the stipulations that I've looked at, it looks like you know quite a few of them would qualify for the length of time they've actually worked for us.
0: Okay, so we're gonna do some pretty simple math, and by simple math means I'm getting out my phone to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> it's uh, we're recording this on a Friday. Uh, my brain is not working. Okay, so let's say someone makes uh, ten bucks an hour. That's uh, the equivalent of twenty thousand dollars a year. If you did a required match uh, for their account, you're matching three percent of twenty thousand bucks, which is six hundred bucks. So you're talking about $600 times 17 employees, it would cost you $10,000 roughly if you were to set up a simple for the benefit of you and your husband putting away a ton of different money. Now, I'm going to be very honest. uh, I'm no longer in the securities business I, I used to be, and I used to know all the ins and outs of testing and all these sorts of things and top heavy plans. I'm not sure with a simple if you get in trouble if you're putting on too much versus they're not putting in any even though you're matching I don't think that's the case I think that's more of a 401k thing right but I think this question comes down to uh three elements number one as it stands right now um you're you're really this sounds weird but you're putting away nothing for the future because you're you're fresh (laughs) off of paying off the debt so that's that's not gonna work right I mean it's right
2: right no it's not
0: uh number two uh, you have forty-seven hundred dollars a month to work with, um, yeah. and if if you want to think about it this way, are you willing to way uh, willing to put away thirty-nine hundred dollars a month? Okay, thirty-nine hundred dollars a month uh, for yourself, and eight hundred of it from a cash flow perspective would have to flow towards that ten thousand a year you're putting towards people's matches because to efficiently save $4,700 a month, you're talking about tax issues. You can't shelter enough, um, with just Roth IRAs. Um, I actually think it could make sense to do a simple, despite the fact that it means you're coming out of pocket 10 grand, uh, Uh because it could be more efficient than other methods of savings. But before I completely say that's what you should do I want to I want to look at it from a couple other perspectives what else am I missing okay. do you have uh, any other short-term um, financial goals
2: um, I would like to take a, some of that money and put it towards my son's college fund okay how old is he which I, um, he's 11 okay so I only have like a thousand a little over a thousand so obviously I need a lot in that college fund um, but, you know, and that was another question, because in North Carolina—oh, I should have not said that. But anyway, where I live, <laughs> yeah. um, the 529 plan um, is not great, yes. and the tax—there's um, no tax benefit to it. Okay. So not sure what to do about that Well, that's that what either. I was
0: looking up right now as we talk, um, if there were any tax benefits. But if you know the answer to that already, sounds like you do. Yes, no there are not, unfortunately. So, okay, he's 11. He's got seven years left on that. What's your housing situation?
2: Um, We um, have a mortgage, Mm -hmm. um, 30-year. I'm trying to think how long we've lived here. I'm thinking it's like seven or eight years that we've lived here.
0: No refi so far, so you're 23 years in? Yes. 23
2: years um, you know, and even some of that money, we even discussed. You know, should we be paying down our mortgage? I know that that's like one of the million dollar questions as well. You know, yeah, sure. can you make more in the market versus the three and a half percent I'm paying on my mortgage? You know, I don't know, but
0: uh, I, I do, and the answer is yes, but yeah, uh, but but it's not guaranteed. I mean, that's where people right. get tripped up in that question.
2: Yes, it's very difficult one for me to answer for myself.
0: So. Um, okay. So what, uh, tell me about retiring early and becoming, you know, it's the financial independence, retire early. It's called fire. That's what a lot of people really get into. Um, tell me your thoughts on that. And, 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 and I also want to know how much of this has your husband also adopted or how much of this simply looks like a thing that he views as your hobby.
2: Well, um, he, I think he definitely is interested in it, but maybe not as interested as myself. Um, For me, being the type of role that we have, I I constantly feel stressed. Like, I just feel so much pressure that I'm like, I don't want to do this for, you know, until I'm 65 years old. And um, he does not get as stressed out as I do. So I think he's kind of like, I don't see what the big deal is, you know, I think it's fine, you know, so there there's a little a difference there, but I think he's just happy that I want to save a bunch of money. That's so nice, I yeah. think that's a win win <laughs> for him, but um, I, you know I, eventually we would like to um, release our businesses to someone else, mm-hmm. you know, I would say that, and I feel like that's also part of our retirement thought process sure. too like you know we would have that money as well
0: so okay let's explore um, that first of all I like the way you said you're going to release your businesses to someone else As <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're like trout fishing and you're just going to like yes yes walk up to the I edge of the I water just, say, just yeah
2: yeah um, definitely sell uh, I guess release might be too kind of a word but right.
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> release I've actually never heard anyone say that um
2: yeah so uh
0: how much did you buy your business for
2: um, it was close, I want to say around four hundred and fifty.
0: dollars uh, I assume that's $450,000.
2: Yes. And there's more than one of them. So, uh-huh. um, you know, it wasn't just one. There's, there's several.
0: And is there a reason to believe, okay, now this is where we get into wild speculation. Okay. 20 years from now. Okay, we're going, we're going. We're fast forward in twenty years. Is there a reason to believe that it will only still be worth four hundred fifty thousand, or does it make more sense to say it'll be worth more than?
2: Uh, more than. Okay. Uh, because okay. they are more. Um, they're more successful now. Okay. Because of previous ownership, so. Um, <laughs> So they are definitely more financially um, successful, okay. so it's it's kind of determined on
0: that. All right, here's a weird question. Maybe the weirdest of the day. Is okay. the business, the industry, I don't like when people say industry. I like, okay. I, have you ever heard someone say that? It's really annoying. In, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't, but it's no I'm good. the industry. Uh, the industry, is it one that can really sustain itself uh, in the form that it currently is over the next 20 years where, you don't run the risk of basically running a typewriter factory, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think so. It's been around a long time, and I don't foresee that okay. um, uh, changing in any way.
0: Okay. It's not like a taxi cab company and like Uber no. and Lyft are going to kick it out.
2: Okay.
0: No. <laughs> no offense, taxi no.
2: Cabs. I mean, it's probably been around for 40 or 50 years, oh. I would say.
0: I so, haven't even been around that long. Oh, um, I know. So... Okay, that's good to know. And, when, and and so, can we say maybe it's worth a million dollars twenty years from now, or is that a little aggressive?
2: I think that's too aggressive. Okay. I would say more like maybe five fifty six, but that might be aggressive. I mean, because you know, but I would be totally happy with you know five hundred thousand.
0: Okay. So
2: I would be pleased with that.
0: A half a stack, as the kids call it. I don't think that's yes. what they call it.
2: I'm not, I'm not cool enough, I guess. That, I am, that may be what they call how it. How
0: cool are you right now? Like on a 1 to 10, uh, like where are you? 10's being cool. Like where are you in your life? You're 41. You're, you're I, know. I mean, if you, you ask
2: my son, I'm probably lower than I think that I am. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm kind of cool because sometimes in my mind I still yeah. think I'm 21 yeah. and I'm not. But, yeah. you know, my hus- my son would probably give me like a 4
0: or 5. <laughs> I am not cool. <laughs> it turns out. At all. Like I like the idea of a tattoo, it's great for other people, but I'm not cool right. enough to do it. I don't have a story to tell. Right? <laughs> uh, I've never yeah. I've never been in a fight, which I mean that's sort of a measure yeah. of cool right. Um, yeah. I'm I get annoyed when people dab. Like I like you know what I mean? Like the whole dabbing thing that the kids yeah. are doing? Like
2: my, my
0: son would really annoy you then, okay, because he thinks that dabbing is cool. So. I, I have a, 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 a <laughs> son that's going to be five here in about a month, and he dabbed the other day, and I said, look, this is a no-dab household, young man.
2: Yeah, you, uh, you need to go to the neighbors or go outside, but you can do it inside. Yeah. So
0: uh, anyway, I'm not cool. Uh, okay, now let's do this. I want to take a look at your million-dollar day right now okay. if you didn't do anything. <laughs> Right. If your current reality,
2: never be there. I
0: know, but if your current reality uh, happened, Bree, let's take a look at Million Dollar Day. If uh, Rhonda did nothing, it would be Rhonda August 26th of 2049. Oh
2: my gosh, that's the worst news I've
0: heard all day. I know. That's what I do. (laughs) That's what I do to people. You would be 73 years old. Uh, Oh yeah. And then let's take a look at what the income off of that would be. Uh, I put it age sixty seven for you you'd have five hundred and ninety six thousand two hundred and five dollars uh month gross uh, or pardon me net monthly income at that time would be thirteen hundred a month but with inflation it would feel like seven hundred dollars a month in today 's dollars that
2: would be painful
0: okay so here's the good news number one you're going to have a business with a half million dollars to sell yeah your house will be paid off around retirement uh, and number three you've got forty seven hundred dollars a month to do something with.
2: Yes. So So, things are looking
0: up. Things are looking up as long as we take action and not to scare you and get weird here. But um, I've seen people in this situation where somehow that forty seven hundred gets totally kicked away in in various forms. Have you been tempted to pump it back into the business or anything like that?
2: Um, no, no, I haven't. I mean, I feel like our other income that we make through the business and things like that, you know, have always um, provided our, for our needs and what we've needed so far. And we're really strict about how we use our money. You know, we have been this strict for eight years, and I just don't see that changing. Sure. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you put, if you put your money away, $4,700 a month, I mean, basically works out to just under $60,000 a year. Uh, it's like $56,000 a year or something like that, that you'd be able to put away. We know right. with a simple, uh, you would be able to put away 12,500 a year. Your husband would be able to put away 12,500 a year and then plus the match on top of that. So that's only about half right. of what you're trying to put away. Um, has your tax person gone through all of the different, I, I mean, here, here's, here's the bottom line for me. You're going to have to probably, if you want to be as efficient as you can, contribute to other people's plans. Um, And and I get it. And here's the other thing. Let's also disclaim, Rhonda, you're not being cheap. You're not being a bad boss. That's not what any of this is about. Um, Yeah. But I have to tell you, in my opinion, and that's why you need other different people's opinions as well. This is the old, if you want to make some omelets, you're going to have to break some eggs. And I I, (laughs) I think it's going to be worth your money. Very frankly, okay. to uh, contribute to their account so you can raise the limits on yours. Otherwise, would you rather put eleven thousand dollars a year away via Roth IRAs, or would you rather put twenty five plus via um, a, a simple? Well, let me
2: tell you my dilemma about okay. that. Sure, um, please do. Okay, I, I love the idea of being able to to put more in via the symbol. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lowering my adjusted gross income would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, less taxes is always a good thing. We pay a lot in taxes. Um, however, what does that look like? Um, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what it looks like if we decide that we don't want to wait until we're, you know, of retirement age to... Access those funds. Now, I will tell you that I'm basing that information off of my million-dollar day at four percent at the four percent rule. Okay. I know that's kind of popular right now. I don't know if that's you know true or not, but I mean, I know people are doing it. But that would be the only thing that would concern me is that money is getting tied up into an account that you know I really shouldn't touch until I get to a certain age, versus taking that money you know, doing a Roth
0: or doing index funds. Sure. Okay, so there's a couple, there's a lot there, right? So let's dig into that. Number one, the the age of which you speak is the magical 59 Right. You know, if I were to get a tattoo, maybe I'd just get 59 1⁄2 (laughs) tattoo.
2: That would be a great one for you.
0: (laughs) That would be kind of cool. Uh, And by cool, I mean not cool. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 59 is the age you talk about. And so when you talk about putting money into any IRA, um, without some – uh, exceptions, you're really locking it up until 59 and a half. Now here's the issue with, I'm not, this is about to get crazy. I I was about to say, here's my issue with the fire people. Uh, here's my issue with financial (laughs) independence retire early. Number one. Um, yes, I totally understand wanting access to capital prior to 59 and a half. I totally get that. But there's also this idea that you also need money after 59 and a half. Right. Yes. And, and so yes. if we're looking at your situation and saying you have 50 grand to do something with or, or, or 56 grand, why right. not put money for after 59 and a half and then put the rest before 59 and a half? Because if you put it all before 59 and a half, that will generally encourage people to retire earlier than they should. And then come 70. It's not like yeah. your life's easier at 70. It actually gets harder. I, I think fire is backfiring on more people than you think. Uh, yeah. Because they're they're not thinking far enough in the future.
2: Yeah, I see what you're saying, and, and to say also that I don't have an intention of like never working after that. I probably should mention that, but I just would rather go like honestly get a job at the mall and work for someone else. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, like sure. just that, that you know have that opportunity just to just be like I want I don't want the stress. I don't want the late night phone calls. I don't want you know just the. So I I guess I should have said that as well, but um, it wouldn't be a huge chunk of money. But I I mean, but I can see what you're saying to your point, you know, to kind of split that up. You know, half of that could go into a simple and half could go into, you know, whatever I chose, index funds or whatever.
0: Yeah, and that's the way to go. I mean, an index fund... Uh, some sort of tax-efficient investment. I mean, you're you're gonna if you go to a, a traditional financial advisor in the area in which you live, you're gonna hear all sorts of ideas, right? Some oh, are good, yes. some are bad. Um, yes. A lot of bad. Uh, but yes. <laughs> but but the reality is, tax efficiency is important. Liquidity is what you're talking about uh, of saying I would like the money prior to fifty nine and a half. And I, I think there's two two well. <laughs> there's two things going in your favor and one thing going against you. The thing going in your favor is come mid sixties, if not early sixties, your house will be paid off, which, which is pretty significant. Um, number two is whenever you and your husband decide to to shut this festival down, uh, here's, here's a half million bucks and 10 million less headaches a day. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like, you know, when I think about, uh, someday not working, um, I have to admit, as a business owner and a pretty complex business, like part of it is like I can't wait to not worry about that. Yes. Oh yes. man, I'm gonna start daydreaming here during your show.
2: I know, right? I, I could definitely do that.
0: <laughs> uh, but here's the one thing working against you is you're gonna have a ton of cash flow because you I mean you already have a ton of cash flow. You have some assets built up. When it comes to not having your son's education fully funded. You're going to get punched in the teeth for that because... Yeah,
2: and I definitely want to allocate some of that money to that. So I'm just not sure how much.
0: And and that's that's the tricky part of this. Let's say you said, well, I want to do Roths instead of simple. If you did that, then you would try to say, well, then we could also use that money for college, which then also defeats the purpose of having the money in the Roth to retire early.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't
0: want to do that at all. Yeah, I think you're going to have to... So if a 529 is tax efficient generally for t- two to three reasons. Number one, if you get a tax benefit on the contribution, which in the state in which you live, you don't. Um, right. You get tax deferral, which is very important. You don't pay taxes as it grows. And you get tax-free withdrawals, which is sort of the third, um, if it goes to college. So you get those last two things. So you still need to use a 529. But where you're going to get stuck, Rhonda, and where every parent in your situation gets stuck is... What if your son, A, gets a scholarship, B, doesn't go to school, C, goes to a cheaper school or anything in between, and then you got all this money jammed up in a 529. So you're almost going to have to to monitor that thing pretty closely, get money into it sooner rather than later so it can grow. Uh, Okay. But then on the last two to three years before college, that's when you're really trying to figure out who is this who is this soon-to-be man who used to be a boy who still lives in my yeah. house, and what's his path?
2: Yeah, you definitely.
0: Know? Yeah, your situation. Yeah, I definitely don't
2: want to overfund it, so, but yeah. I don't want to not have enough either, so...
0: Yeah, I, I would say um, you need your money to grow, and I know the temptation likely for you is to say, you know, uh, I'd rather just be completely debt-free because by not having obligations, it means I don't need money. And and don't get me wrong. I I believe that too. But with 4,700 bucks a month, you better grow that. I mean, you you could, at $4,700 a month, your million dollar day actually turns into, uh, hold on, we're checking, on the fly, figuring it out. Million dollar day turns into December 27th of 2026.
2: Okay. That's much better than 2049.
0: I would think so. You'll have five. (laughs) $5.4 million at age 67. um, And your retirement income will be $6,700 a month in today's dollars or $12,800 in uh, future dollars. Wow. Yeah. See the difference? That's
2: super encouraging. That makes me feel
0: so much better. It it is. But it's also like I looked at a picture of myself from 10 years ago the other day. (laughs) And I was like, it is so encouraging to know that I could look like that. But I don't. And unless I stop eating right. sausages, I will probably yes. not look like that again.
2: Right. Uh, what else? Uh,
0: what else? I mean, you've got a tough decision. Sometimes on these yeah. uh, podcasts, it's pretty easy. This is not easy yeah. because there are so many variables. Um, yeah. If I, how about we go this way? Can I go if it were me? Can I give you that advice? Yes, I would love that. Actually, okay, that'd be great. Because that's a little different than this is what you should do, and I hope you understand yeah. the difference.
2: I totally do.
0: Okay, if it were me, uh, I would probably start with a college. I would crank up the college fund by five hundred to seventy-five, uh, five hundred to seven hundred and fifty bucks a month. Just yeah, like... I
2: was thinking six hundred, but I could probably do a little more than that. Perfect.
0: So. Okay, so start there. Okay. Uh, number two, I would talk to your tax advisor and I would probably go with a simple, but you should fully explore a 401k and a, and a, uh, because a 401k, you could even get even more money in there. The issue is at the wages you're paying on those full-time people, they're unlikely to contribute. So you're going to have some top heavy issues where you're not going to be able to put in as much as you want. Okay. Um, But explore all areas of that. I mean, there's retirement plan people that uh, watch and listen to this program, and so they're all screaming uh, into their computers right now. Pete, you're an idiot. You should know this stuff. You know what? I used to know this stuff, but I don't anymore. Right. Uh, So that's what I. So if it were me, I would probably start up a simple, so I could put twenty five a grand away a year instead of eleven. Okay. Um, and then the rest, the balance, I would probably put in a tax efficient index fund you know we had the ceo of betterment.com on the show not too long ago um, and they do something called tax loss harvesting which can be really important when you're trying to do tax efficient investing Um, right so that's something i would consider because whereas you're going to get a tax bill likely every year on that index fund if you have tax loss harvesting it minimizes the amount of taxes you'll have right which the whole point of a retirement plan is not only to get tax, def- uh, pardon me, it's not only to get a tax deduction, which is great, but really to get tax deferral because that's where growth occurs when you, when you keep taxes out of the growth. Right. Okay. And then other than that, I, I think it's a matter of not growing your lifestyle as your business increases. It, so you're at a hundred, Brie, what's, what's the income again? Can you bring that 151 gross? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. So 151,000 gross. How much will that go up over time or is that going to be pretty static for a while?
2: You know, it has gone up the past few years, um, although I don't see it making a huge jump. I mean, maybe another 10, if that, but I honestly don't see it making, you know, huge jumps after that.
0: Yeah, the only other fear here for anybody, and if you're in the fire group, then then you understand this more than anybody, is to not grow your lifestyle.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, um, every year I keep paying more taxes, so yeah, that's... Oh, that's it's not fun, uh, but you know, I, like I said, I don't see it, it raising much more than that, so good no and, and I'm happy with my life i mean I, I mean we we make a great living, and you know we are able to do the things that we want to do we we save we you know I don't have a desire to make a ton more money, but sure. I would just like to save a lot of money
0: so no i I appreciate that i mean in in fact i I sort of find myself in in your same mindset. Me personally, like I, I don't yearn to make more money. Uh, I yearn to save more money in order to save more money. Sometimes you've got to make more money. Um, yeah. What's your, do you happen to know your power percentage? Have you ever calculated it?
2: Well, oddly enough, I did that yesterday. Um, you know, and let's say obviously before this investment, Mm. it would have been, you know, really sad. (laughs) So, um, but if I take it off of the numbers that I would be doing now, yeah. um, you know, with a 47, you know, and uh, with my mortgage, um, I think it came up to like 40 or 41, something See, like that's, that. that if I,
0: that's, that's what this is about. I mean, yeah. but prior to that, I mean, you know, <laughs> prior to that, yes. I'm so glad you were actually I, we could have argued that you were paying off that debt. Which, which still would have would made your power percentage pretty good. Right. Um, but, yeah, your power percentage is really how you know. I mean, because it, if it continues to climb, then you're doing it right. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really anxious to see how that half million dollars impacts you um, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. That, that, that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. When you sell your business is what I mean. Right. Yeah, definitely. When you release it.
2: Yes, when I release my business.
0: <laughs> when you talk to your husband today, uh, later today, you're going to be like, uh, who do you think when we'll we re- release our business, business to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. What else? Anything else I can help you with?
2: Um, one last question I wanted to ask you about the mortgage. And I think I've heard you speak about that before. You know, um, I've also got a little Dave Ramsey in me, sure. so that's yeah. kind of where the, the whole budget no-debt lifestyle, you know, came across to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know he's big on paying your mortgage off and being completely debt-free. Right. Um, but that would take, a, you know, a chunk of what we have set aside out of that to pay an additional percent, you know, yeah. on our mortgage to do that. i um, just looking at thoughts on that. Yeah. I really go back and forth between that like every day. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Oh, no, let's
0: don't do that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, so at the risk of creating a, a firestorm of where I disagree with people, uh, yes. I, I just in, in I agree with the sentiment of, of what you just said and, and what, what Dave Ramsey goes with. But I, I think when it really gets down to individual situations, um with more information than, than sort of broad advice. And, and my broad advice too, starts to fall apart. When you give advice to the masses, um, it, it sometimes falls apart when you get into individual yeah. stories. I happen to think that particular piece of advice falls apart for your family, Rhonda. Um, okay. Now for a lot of folks, it makes a lot of sense, but at $4,700 a month with 20 some years to be able to grow it at more than a 3.5% rate of return, given that the market generally is going to return you about 8%. I know Dave uh, over time has used 12% and he's sort of come down on that over time. But uh, I think at 8%, which is a pretty reasonable amount of money to grow over a 20 year period. Uh, I just, I don't think I'd pay it off aggressively. I think three and a half is pretty, okay. pretty low. Um, okay. But I, I, yeah, that's not beef, right? I'm not saying like, oh, I disagree. I just think with your no, situation. No, yeah. I different. mean,
2: I've, I've gone back and forth and I think my husband's on the thought process of, not paying it off early, you know, and investing the money, because we kind of looked at our, you know, paying it off versus investing it, you know, even at a conservative number, you know, like I think I did 6% or something like that. I mean, it was a huge difference. It is. For us, you know, as far as money in the bank. So I think that we're kind of you know just going to keep paying maybe a little bit
0: extra but not much just, yeah no but
2: not out of that money and, and
0: you know that's again that's the tough thing about mass advice and i run into that all the time with the advice i give is like you know i i don't like people to have credit cards uh i i, I give that advice in mass but the reality yeah. is Rhonda, that's not great advice for everyone but if i were to be wishy-washy and say hey, my advice is it depends. Well, it actually turns out, having given advice for over a decade now, that's not actually good advice. You, you, you need to have rules even if they can be broken. Uh yes. So yeah, that's, that's that. Anything else?
2: And, no, I just um, I told my son that I would tell, tell you that um – I am sure that you don't agree that buying lots of lottery tickets with this money <laughs> would be a good investment.
0: <laughs> well, you never know.
2: I had to throw that in there because he was he like, you should just do? do that, Mom, because you could get a lot of money. And I'm like, okay, son, I, I don't think Pete the Planner is going to agree with you, but well, I'll ask.
0: <laughs> who knows? I mean, I feel like dabbing right now in his honor, but I can't bring myself to do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you ever think that like dabbing was invented by an old guy that was just sneezing? You yeah, know could
2: have. Just you a really know? polite, he was just trying old man. to be polite, yep. and sneeze into his elbow like he should have.
0: And Cam Newton took it, and it went crazy. Well,
2: ran with
0: it. Yeah, he didn't run with it. Unfortunately, he <laughs> ran out of the playoffs early this year. All right. Yeah, so, it
2: didn't work so well this year. Not
0: so great. Um, all right, Rhonda. Uh, thank okay. you. I, I would love to know you. Uh, once you do something, uh, once you make your decision, just email us and just let us know, and we'll update everybody. And uh, I wish you and your eleven-year-old son and your husband the best of luck.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. I enjoyed our conversation.
0: No, my pleasure. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that's uh, that it this week uh, for the Pete the Planner Show. If you want your million-dollar day, find us uh, at com slash podcast. We'll give you a million-dollar day. We'll get your power percentage out there. No dabbing zone. I'm not going to do it. All right, that's it. I'm Pete the Planner. will see you next time.
1: If you want to be on this podcast have Pete fix your money, then hit us up at com slash podcast. You heard me. Pete Planner.com podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss Vangel planning the flights.
0: Consult a ventil divisor.
1: Release from Everest. The fresh is fresh. And you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason.